Fantastic. I'm now joined on the line by Patrick uh, Bramall to discuss the upcoming premiere of season two of No Activity on channel BBC Two in the UK and Ireland. And uh, Patrick Bramall, I know you uh, act as Detective Nick Cullen uh, on the show No Activity, but you also take uh, part in the background in relation to writing the script and the producing uh, No Activity. And maybe you can tell us the background about the show and the concept of, of, of the, I, the idea that was No Activity. Yeah, of course. Um, well, No Activity started um, a few years ago now in Australia. Um, Trent O'Donnell, who's the director, uh, and myself um, uh, created the show, essentially. And, it were, and, and, and the initial idea for it was um, uh, a vehicle for sort of just comedy where not much else is happening. Um, so the idea is two cops in a car and a stakeout. Um, and they're waiting for everything. There is literally no activity. And so we just spent a lot of time chatting and making ridiculous observations. Um, and so that was the idea initially. And myself and Darren Gilshanen, who's an incredible Australian comic actor, mm. we, uh, and Trent, and we got a crew together, and we, we shot half a day on, uh, in, in a parking lot, in a, in a, in a downstairs parking garage. Um, and everyone did it for free. And we just improvised stuff for half a day. And we didn't quite know what we were going to do with any of it. We thought, oh, maybe we can do this for some branded content or sketch show. or We didn't really know. Um, we thought, let's see what it's like when we edit it together. And we cut it together. It was really funny. And then someone had the idea, well, if this is what the cops are doing on their stakeout, where are the criminals? Mm. You know, where are the criminals in the warehouse that they're staking out? And then further to that, the world kind of became bigger. And, and we thought about, well, what about... Um, the people they're speaking to on the radio where they say, hey, this is Car 72, no activity. Um, and, that, that, and so the dispatch office was born there. Um, and we thought, that's a great idea. And then so we got more actors um, and shot a proper pilot where we shot the criminals and dispatch. And at that time, we also shot um, uh, a couple of actors playing hostages as well. Mm. well. We didn't keep those for the initial pilot. Anyway, we cut it all together. And we thought, well, it's funny. All the bits are funny, but will it sustain as one episode? And so we cut it together as a sort of a half-hour episode of comedy, and we thought, yeah, it really does. It's Nothing really happens, but it's very, very watchable. The characters are great, and it's really funny. So we took that, we, we took that to, uh, to a mob in um, Australia called Stan, and they really liked the show, and so we made a season of it, and then we made a second season of it. And... Um, and then cut to Trent and myself uh, started uh, working more in America. Yeah. Both live in Los Angeles now. And uh, and so we, we found ourselves both here and we took the idea out here in LA, which is where I'm talking to you from now, um, and got together with uh, an outfit called Funny or Die, who've got a lot of yeah. content. Um, and they really liked the show and then we took it to CBS All Access, CBS Studio, and then and their um, online platform called CBS All Access, which is kind of a fledgling... Um, you know, it's a sort of a Netflix junior, I suppose. It's growing all the time. Um, and they really liked it as well. So we, we got to do a season here, and we've got it's an incredible cast for it. So I, I, I stayed, obviously I worked myself into the deal because I'm no dummy, and um, I'm, I'm the same kind of a cop, but a different name. And I'm working with Tim Meadows. We're together in the car. Yeah. And we've got in Dispatch, we've got Amy Sedaris and Cindy Tamani. And in the first season, the criminals were... Will Ferrell and Jesse Clemens and, uh, and Jason Manzukis. Mm. 
and we had some tunnelers as well. And we had J.K. Simmons came in for a, an episode. We had Bob Odenkirk come in for an episode. So we had this incredible cast. We had others as well. It was just amazing. Um, and so the first season went uh, really well. We're really, really proud of it. And then CBS commissioned a second, and, and that's where we are now. I'm, I'm talking to you from the edit room where we're um, we're just coming together episode six. So we've got eight episodes, and they're all going to be dropping all together, I think, around Thanksgiving for people to, to sort of binge on, which is the, the best way to watch it, I think. Yeah, and uh, Patrick, you spoke about that. You spoke about both, spoke about three links, the criminal link, the cop link, and the dispatch link. So you probably have three sort of primary key locations where you have actors playing off each other in relation to improv and trying to hold an audience and what you probably see is two characters probably in from what I've seen so far in all those sort of clips maybe inter interacting and interagging with each other and I suppose you probably need a good lot of chemistry and an awful lot of characters to hit it off to sustain an audience there has to be a flow between two characters that are working in that same segment for maybe maybe four three four minutes of talking back and forth and cracking lines off each other so how important when it was for casting for the US version of uh, No Activity to find the actors that could really gel off each other and actresses it's crucial it's, yeah it's, 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 well, it's, a, it's a crucial thing um, because it's a fairly static show I mean, a lot of what happens I mean we have a great DOP Judd Overton who he slides the camera back and forth so we have a bit of movement in the frame you know but mm. but basically you know it's two people sitting down and talking so the, the performance is everything mm. um, and uh, and and with the Australian version we you know we, we sort of put people together who we already knew friends of ours and people we knew how they worked and that sort of stuff but it was slightly trickier here in America because we uh, were only establishing ourselves here and, and so we didn't have the same kind of community. Mm. Um, and also, the way the show is shot, by the very nature of it, because it's, it's two people sitting down, um, you know, we shoot in a very short space of time, so we shoot eight episodes in, you know, about three weeks, actually. Mm. Um, and, and, and that is because we just shoot all day with two people sitting in a car or sitting in an office or whatever. Um, so... And that was one of the things that made it attractive to CBS because it's a, it's a fairly inexpensive production model. But, yeah. And in order to get the actors in, that's part of the sell to the actors as well. It's like you can come in for one day, two days. It's all performance. There's not a lot of waiting around for setting up of lights and cameras and things like that. It's pure kind of sand pit play. Um, but uh, in order to do that, um, you know, people only come in for one or two days. So we don't... We, we don't we can't really have an extensive audition process yeah. because of the the, the, the level of, of talented actors we're trying to get in. So there's a lot of offering for people, mm. you know, um, and that's a real gamble. I mean, you can see someone, you go, they're really funny. That's a really funny comic performer. Um, Tim Meadows, for instance, mm. but he and I had never met. Mm. Um, so how was that going to go? And, um, and it's a real gamble that paid off. Um, and again, in the second season, which is just about to come out, it's that chemistry between it has deepened further as well, um, which has been really great to feel and to see uh, in the edit. Um, but it's, it, it really is a gamble, and, and it was kind of fortunate that, you know, we had great people advising us here in the States, you know, casting, and Funny or Die had great access to wonderful talent. And so, yeah, it, it, it's a gamble, and fortunately, it, it paid off with that chemistry. You're right, it's very, very important. 
And I suppose Patrick as well, uh, you would have said in relation that yourself and uh, Tim would spend an awful lot of time in relation to that cop car. And you would have to develop, I suppose, uh, deep backgrounds of your characters for the audience to hear about stories, about a deep character portfolio, so that the audience can sort of engage and sort of feel a, a likeness towards your character it's, it's not always about now and there the future we need to know the background and the detail of a character so when you're putting a script together and you're writing out a character uh, do you uh, interact with the other like Tim on, in relation to what he wants to see his character portrayed and the certain links or have you a certain idea in mind for every character we we didn't do a lot of uh, deep background on the characters. I mean, a lot of it is um, is, is basically you know what the actor brings with them. You know, yeah. if, they're, if they're good comic actors, there's something that reads in the most. For instance, with with me, yeah. with Tim and myself, the kinds of characters we are. He's sort of a uh, a more simple, straightforward, lower status comic figure. Mm. Yeah. And with myself. I'm a more ambitious, slightly more highly strung, slightly higher status sort of figure. So when the two of us play together, there's certain things about the nature of our relationship that is revealed in that. And in the, in the first season, we talk about um, a, a watch that he gave me to celebrate our 10-year anniversary. So that's something that we wrote. Mm. Yeah, and I suppose Patrick is... We wrote. Yeah, uh, continue. Go well, that's something that we wrote just to give... To give a, a, a hint at, oh, these, these two are sort of, you know, work husband and wife, you know, they have a long, uh, a long history together and they're very comfortable with each other and they annoy each other in all the ways that, you know, you recognize in a long relationship. Um, and so we planted us, I think, with a lot of the characters so we know exactly how long they've been together. In Dispatch, for instance, um, uh, Fatima, it's her first day in season one. She shows up. Um, and uh, Amy Sedaris's character, Janice, you know, she doesn't like this new upstart and she sort of puts her through the ringer. So it was important to place the, our character's um, history just to set up, but we didn't linger on it too much. Mm. Yeah, and I suppose, Patrick, I suppose with every sort of TV sort of cop uh, show and comedian sort of show, we have an awful lot of them in the offing at the moment in relation to Brooklyn Nine-Nine and talks of a police yeah. academy TV series and uh, even Lee whip and uh, is sort of a comedy action sort of series to find a sort of a niche in the market in relation to no activity you have to find something that separates yourselves from those sort of shows and still be able to attract an audience in relation to the comedy show and that sort of improv is as you said is a vital opponent on that in relation to that you're not going doing offset shoots or locations that many time it's just a interaction between actor and actor and uh, that must be something that uh, you must pride yourself very much on. Yeah, that's, and that's the thing we were always interested to do, um, to do a, a comedy which is sort of an anti-procedural comedy um, and just let that speak for itself. Yeah, that, that, that is a thing that we are, yeah, well, I suppose we are proud of it and, and that does position us, you know, in the market and in it's sort of a show that, yeah, doesn't, doesn't seem to be out there otherwise. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the very heart and soul of the show, and that's that's the thing that we insist on. Interestingly, in, a, in the Australian version, the idea of the idea of doing nothing in a car, there's no activity, exists, I think, quite differently culturally in an Australian context, or even a, 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 a 
a, a UK context as well because as an Australian I grew up with a lot of um, UK comedy and Irish comedy and stuff and also American so we get the lot you know um, the idea of doing nothing is differently in those places as opposed to doing nothing in an American TV context mm. and that was a really interesting thing to notice and I think in the second season of No Activity which is coming out we've, we've we have very subtly injected some story points in there so there is some movement nothing grand happens there's nothing really that happens truly um, in, in sort of a cop show sense mm. but you do need some sort of connective tissue to drive to drive it through because the American version of doing nothing is um, it's not quite as still or quite as yeah. empty as an Australian or a British sort of a sort of a vibe yeah and uh, I suppose you also have as you said that uh, criminal element in relation to the drug cartel and the bus and trying to bring down that sort of a, a drug drug wing as such and in relation to creating a new sort of evil plots and evil sort of storylines for the good guys and the characters is there certain is there all sorts of avenues that you can pursue going down the road in relation to that or do you want to keep it on this the same plot in relation to the cartels and the drug cartels and money laundering or stuff or do you, or are you trying to open up new elements in relation to the anti-nemesis of the show? Yeah, we'll take each season as it comes. I mean, we, we never assumed we would, you know, we, just the very fact that we were able to make a season of it in America was sort of amazing to us. So mm. we didn't really plan ahead. And then as the second season um, got to go ahead, we thought, oh, okay, what are we going to do? There is some cartel links mm. in the second season, drug cartel, but it's um, it's more to do with uh, cockfighting, actually, mm. in the second season. There's, the, the guys are staking out, at least initially, a, um, a cockfighting, illegal cockfighting gambling ring, um, which segues nicely into a, a police corruption storyline. Um, so we get to have J.K. Simmons come back in his role as an internal affairs investigator, and Bob Odenkirk comes back because he's a wannabe security guard who you know, gets involved with the cops. and. Um, so we've, we've kept it roughly in a similar sort of area, but we've, we've adjusted it slightly. So we've, we've moved away from drugs into something, um, I think, a bit more a, a bit more interesting, you know, a bit more specific. Because there's something quite um, quite off-putting, but also funny about cockfighting. So that's, that's where we are in season two. And I suppose, Patrick, as well, I suppose, the international audience and the global audience in relation to making the series a worldwide uh, appeal. And how important is, is it for you in, in relation that although the show has been shown in USA and states and Australia to have it been shown all over across the world and garnish your product to people from all different continents in relation to Europe as well and to engage that sort of audience and it must be something that you must be relishing to see the prospect of no activity with season two being shown here in Ireland and the UK. Yeah it's amazing it, it blows me away that um that our little idea could uh, could be shown all over the world. It is being shown all over the world, and hopefully, you know, you, you don't think that stuff when you're making it because um, you'd never get out of bed with the anxiety. But um, you know, we, we think if it makes us laugh, there's a good chance it's going to make somebody in Brazil laugh as well on an mm. island, or you know. So 
um, I'm really, really, it, it, it's a great source of, of satisfaction that it's going out and people seem to be enjoying it all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose Patrick Bramall will leave it to your character, Detective Nick Cullen, for the final 30 seconds. Why should people in Ireland tune in to BBC Two for the premiere of No Activity Season 2? And we leave it to Detective Nick Cullen himself, 30 seconds. What, what no, has No Activity got in store for the Irish audience? Take it away, Nick. Well, you know, basically with, uh, you know, the thing about working in, in a police capacity is just not a lot happens. You know, I would like to take out my gun and shoot people every day, but uh, it's just not going to happen. So if, if, if you work at a place that you are passionate about, you know, there's, there's really no option. Um, you got to watch productivity. <laughs> Uh, that's that's a statement in its in itself, uh, Patrick Bramble. And Patrick Bramble, a pleasure talking to you on the airways th- this evening. We wish you all the success in relation to No Activity Season Two. We're sure it's going to be a, a major success here in the UK and Ireland on BBC Two. We're looking forward for more s- t- series down the line. We wish you all that success in that project. It's great to see uh, uh, an Aust- Australian and Irish and English, all those talented producers and filmmaking or filmmakers making it big in the United States and we wish you all the best in your future endeavours. Take care Patrick. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much Jim. Cheers man. Cheers.